It's all about networking and linking up arm in arm and seeing what we can do to help change this world. If all of us work together and support each other, women would win around the world. And what I had to learn is that empowering women cannot come from a place of selfishness. You can't be selfish when you're doing hard work. You can't be selfish when you're trying to inspire and uplift and motivate. It has to come from a place of selflessness. This is She's About Business, and I am Daithia Garns, the Impact Coach. The following experience is not for entertainment purposes. The conversations expressed on the show are meant to be expressions of purpose, faith, truth, and inspiration. This show, properly entitled She's About Business, is meant to be a testament of the ability to pursue lives of purpose, excellence, and determination, being virtuous, honest, and about business in every way. You are encouraged to respectfully and lovingly share your thoughts and give feedback on the show. But most importantly, you are encouraged to be impacted, to live your very best life with love and in faith. My hope is to impact the world one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is She's About Business, and I am Daithia Garns, the Impact Coach. I am so excited because my guest today is the amazing and talented Charvette Mitchell. Charvette is truly a go-getter, and she's definitely a woman after my own heart. She's a graduate of Virginia Commonwealth University with a Bachelor of Science in Marketing. She brings to the table over 25 years of experience in corporate America in the field of training and development and consumer compliance. Charvette now provides web design services for entrepreneurs so that they can generate revenue with an amazing online brand, just like the amazing brand she has created. In conjunction to web design, Charvette is also a consultant and trainer, and she conducts training and seminars with an emphasis on the use of Facebook marketing, personal branding strategies, and creation of digital products. That's definitely something that many of us can use. She is also a professional certified leadership coach. She's on the board of directors of James River Writers. She is a past recipient of the Richmond Star Award, ACHI Magazine's Radio Personality of the Year Award, and she's been featured in publications such as Huffington Post, Hope for Women Magazine, Diva by Design Magazine, CEO Magazine, Glambitious Magazine, Rescue a CEO Blog, and Sister Sense Magazine. Charvette has also been seen on news outlets and TV networks such as the CW Network and Comcast Cable. You go, girl. For over 11 years, on top of all of that, for over 11 years, she has hosted a weekly talk radio show, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, that airs on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and on her personal mobile app. Last but not least, Charvette is the visionary author for the anthology entitled Propel. And she's also a co-author in two other books, entitled Mogul in the Making and Get It Done, Design the Business of Your Dreams. Everyone, 
please help me welcome the amazing Charvette Mitchell. So, Charvette, welcome to the She's of Our Business show. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so honored for you to join us. So, everybody has already gotten an amazing introduction to you, okay? Yeah. But I wanted to go into our first question. Um, and I wanted you for the first question to just explain a little bit more about what it is that you do and tell us why you do what you do and who do you serve? Oh, again, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. And so if you boil, oh, you're welcome. If you boil it all down, I'm really here to help uh, female entrepreneurs and a few lucky men <laughs> to build their platform so that they generate more revenue with an amazing looking brand. And I do that in a couple of ways. I do that with my web design services, also with my consulting and coaching on personal brand and visual brand. Uh, I am excited because I do host a conference annually, yes, so I get to in person, you know, wow. help people and I have a, a radio show as well. And so yeah. all of those things combined really help me serve my audience. And it's really about elevating their position with their audience so that they can generate some more coins. That's amazing. What's the name of the conference that you do? It's the Pop-Up Conference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So everybody be on the lookout for that. <laughs> yes. You're doing one in 2022? Yes. It's okay. our fifth year, so awesome. it's going to be huge. Yes. Okay. And listen, I threw an extra few questions in there, but I had to get that information. Oh. So ignore me. It's just six questions. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so thank you. You answered that beautifully. So question number two is, it's been said that over 90% of people have some kind of entrepreneurial dream or idea, but only about 14% take the leap and take a chance. How did you become who you are today as an entrepreneur? How did you get this far and were you always confident that you would succeed? Mm, that's such a big question. Mm. And I'm sure that statistic is right on. Yeah. Really taking small steps, okay. honestly. I fell into this uh, business space really almost kind of by accident. Really? I was sitting, yes, I was sitting, I at, a, <laughs> I was sitting at a girlfriend's uh -huh. kitchen table. Her name is Edwinette Moses, and uh, she was starting a business. This is over 12 years ago now. And uh, I was working with her on, let's do some business cards, let's do a brochure. I've always yeah. kind of been a little creative. Right. And I stopped. Like, like mid-sentence and was like, you need a website. You, mm. We can't go print all this stuff off without having a website. Right. And so I went and figured out something. And um, and then after I did her site, I started helping my church. Wow. And then people started saying, hey, can you do a site for me? Hey, can you do a site for me? And one day I called and said, I think I'm supposed to get paid for this. I think right. people actually pay for this. And so I realized that I had a service that was solving a problem. Right. And so then I had that gave me a business. And so that's really, I think one of the, one of the things is that you figure out you have a solution to people's problems and you start where you are, you start small. And what happens is from a confidence standpoint to kind of answer the second part yeah. of that, most people feel like you need a hundred percent confidence. You yeah. really don't. You just need one percent, one or two percent more confidence than fear. You only wow. need 51% confidence. You can still have 49% fear. Mm -hmm. You just need one or two percent more confidence to move. And so what happens is as you do things, your confidence builds. 
People Absolutely. are thinking that it works in reverse. I'm going to wait until I have the confidence. Thank you. Then I'm going to move. No, right. as you move, your confidence yeah. builds. And what I hear a lot from people is they feel like they have to be perfect. Right. They have to look a certain way. They have to have a certain amount of money. They have to have a certain amount of whatever. You know, right. I think sometimes it's almost like, you know, we're afraid to step out because we're afraid to fail. So we come up with excuses. But in the midst of it, it does not feel like excuses. Right. right? Um, and so, like, like you're saying, like, you know, for, if people could just get that, you know, as long as you're not more afraid, right. you are confident, you're good. Yes. Right. So you didn't always think that you were going to be able to succeed, but you just kept doing it. You just yeah. kept taking steps. You just kept, kept taking steps. Yeah. Um, and I definitely say my faith played a role in that but quite honestly I think every entrepreneur whether they associate that with with God whatever every entrepreneur has to have some level of faith to believe I'm going to step out and I'm going to continue getting clients I'm going to continue selling products or services so um, faith is definitely a part and I I believe every entrepreneur has that however they identify that definitely how do you speak to someone who and here's another question dang it (laughs) Charvette it just But how do you speak to the person who says, um, I don't know what problem I can fix. I don't know who I'm called to serve or I think I know what I want to do, but they haven't really pinpointed. I get that a lot. Like I like doing this, but they haven't been able to identify the problem that they're trying to meet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think that everybody can do it. Right. And I work with people to do that. But how do you speak to those type of situations when the person comes to you and maybe just hasn't figured it all out? Because that can actually keep people from ever doing anything. Yeah. 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 So there are two parameters they want to look at. One, what do they do very well? Mm -hmm. What's something that you do very well, effortlessly, easily? That's the first parameter. The second parameter is, and do you like doing it? Because sometimes there are things we do very well, but we don't like it. So if you can sit down and that, that customer, that per, not customer, but that person that could be a, a aspiring entrepreneur, yeah. if they can look at what is it that I do very well, that's effortless for me almost, and I like doing it, right. start there because there's somebody that can't do that, doesn't like to do that, and they will pay you. That's a great point. And I'm going to just say this and then I'll move on to the next question, I promise. But that's so true because I actually started out coaching doing kind of a little bit what you do where Mm -hmm. I would would help people with their websites and things like that and I'm like you know I can do this but I don't like doing right and so that's when I was like "Mm, this is even though I can do it and I'm pretty good at it I didn't really have the heart to keep doing it so I think that's also something that they can use as an example Um, and also you know like what I'm doing right now with this podcast, like nobody pays me to do this. I just love it. Yeah. So, you know, you've heard that cliche or, you know, find a thing that you would do for free, Uh but that kind of is a good way to kind of help you pinpoint what you should be doing. Yeah. So great. That was a great um, answer. So now I get to pull into my little bag of questions and get question number three for you. Drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see what we have. Ooh, this is a great question. So, Charvette, for the first time in history, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Team USA, and Miss Universe are all black women. Wow, that's amazing. It's actually an amazing time to be a woman of any race today. What is the most important thing you think that we should be teaching our young girls today? 
if there was one thing you could pick, what would be something that you really believe you should be teaching our young women? That they are enough. Mm. That they are enough. We're in a time where um, there's so much competition. Uh, yes. Social media. Yes. We, you know, we are all, even adults, showing just the highlight reels, you know, rightfully so, just showing slices of our lives. Right. And so there are people, you know, looking at and comparing themselves mm-hmm. to what they see just because we're in this social media space. Right. And so we really want to teach our girls that they are enough. Yeah. Um, what you see out in media, right. social media right. and all of that. Um, is just a highlight reel. You don't know the behind the scenes. And to be just really strong and confident in who they are, that they are enough, exactly how they are, whatever size, whatever shape, whatever color eyes, short hair, long hair, natural hair, wigs, weave, whatever, (laughs) you are enough. And that's what we need to continue to to build into them. I, I agree with that. And also, you know, you're enough and your enough keeps growing. Yeah. As you yeah. grow, you become more and your stage may change and you're enough in that. And if there's anything that you feel like you are lacking, go get it. Yes. You know, that's yeah. what I tell my, my people that I mentor. Like, if there's something in your life that you feel is, mentor, is missing, mm-hmm. how can we fix that? Yes. Because the world is yours. If you want um, to learn something, Take a class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to lose the weight, lose the weight. If you want to grow your hair, grow your hair. Yeah. But don't let those things stop you from from you know getting out there and doing. So that's a great absolutely. thing. So you are enough. Yes, absolutely. You know what I just? I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. I just interviewed a young lady named um, Zandra Cunningham. Yeah. She's a like um, Entrepreneur Magazine says yeah. she's one of the youngest millionaires. She's a teen CEO wow. of Zandra Beauty. Um, that you can find it in Target. But it's something interesting she said, um, and she was really speaking to the young people that were listening to the show, and she was saying, you might not have the support you think you should get. You might not find what you need. So she said, you might have to create it. You might have to be your own support system or your own motivation until you get it. So I just thought of that. That's amazing. That's so true, too. Yeah. And just like the song says, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. I just said that to somebody. So this is just confirmation. But that's amazing. And she's absolutely right. Yeah. You know, but don't let it stop you. Just because you don't have the support from your family or your friends don't think you can do it. You know, tune that stuff out and go and get the right support. Join a group. Yes. So that was very good advice from her. How old is she? About 19. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that. When is that airing? Um, that's out and available. Okay. So we can check that out. We will check that out. All right. So we're going to pull out question more. All right. All right. So let's see. Hmm, this is a great question. All of them are great. <laughs> What's the most rewarding part of being an influencer? That you get to develop your own leadership skills and develop in your ability to lead others, or that you get to aid others in their own development, and why? It's definitely that I get to aid others mm-hmm. in their own development and see people bloom, yeah. see people blossom. Don't you get goosebumps when you see your client make a decision yeah. or make a decision or get past? Something they absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and and sometimes it's you know just you know they honed in on a certain strategy. Yeah. Sometimes it was just a confidence thing, like mm-hmm. saying, "Yep, you double your prices. Right. Yes, you should double your you know." Yeah. And just having that, and then seeing them implemented, and then come back and say, "Yeah, people paid it." 
the new Jubilee. Yeah, you've been given all this value. And so, yeah, yeah definitely seeing the real impact and them getting their own customers and their own right. clients um, is, is very rewarding. Yeah, Absolutely. and you know, it's, it's also like when you're doing that, it's also impacting you. So that question yeah. is kind of because it's like as you're developing other people, you're also developing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're like, Absolutely. wow, I didn't know that I could do that. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, it's great. All right. Dang, these questions are going too fast. <laughs> Let me shake it up a little bit. <laughs> Question number five. Oh, I want you to go. Like, I'm already thinking about it. Okay. So let's see. Hmm. This is a perfect question for you, and I actually think that all of us are going to be waiting on pins and needles to hear your response. So oh everybody's wow. trying to do this, so the pressure. <laughs> How can a person begin to build a sustainable platform, and what steps must they take to maintain, grow, and expand that platform? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, and, and that's right in line because I have a 12-month a program called the Plat- Platform Builder Program. And I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, that. Uh, so there are a few things that you want to work on. Um, you might not be able to do them all at the same time, but you want to have a kind of a running list of these are the things I want to be conscious of and work okay. on. Um, so one part of your of your brand and building your platform Mm -hmm. is really around what are the services and products you offer. So you want to be really clear and really articulate on who you're here to serve Mm -hmm. and what it is that you offer. Kind of like we were saying, there are a couple people like, I can do this, I can do that. Okay, so if you want to establish a platform, you want to be really clear, crystal clear on who it is you're serving Mm -hmm. and what you offer them. That's the first part. Then you actually have to look good. Right. Visual branding is important. Yeah. So you need professional pictures. You need brand colors. Thank you. A, a logo. You need, like, this is this is a requirement in this day and age. Some people say, no, you don't need it. Well, actually, yes, you do. Um, in particular, if you are being intentional about building your platform. So um, you work on that. Then you also want to look at speaking opportunities. That's one of the best ways to get out in front of audiences um, that people then can learn more about you. And it's the quickest way to establish rapport. It's the quickest way to establish rapport with customers or either other people who may have the ear of your customers. So you want to look for speaking opportunities and pursue them. You also want to look for media opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can you be featured in podcasts right. like this? Yes. Um, how can you be featured in news, on mm-hmm. blogs, on all of that? So you want to seek and pursue media opportunities because that credibility gets associated with your brand. And it's about getting in front of other audiences. Yeah. You also want to consider hosting your own events. And that can be small or large. You know, it doesn't have to be a three-day event with a thousand people. Even a ten-person meetup. You know, that's why the meetup website is so popular. Ten-person meetup. These are these are definitely events. But what that does is competes with the online space because we are online. But there's nothing like the human interaction in person. So good. So you want to consider hosting, having your own types of events. You also want to. Think about publishing and being an author. And, and we're sitting here, and you you are, you know, you have several books yeah. here that I can visibly see. Yeah. I'm also an author, uh, co-author in two books, and then I did my own. I was a visionary author in my own book. I have one coming out next next year as well. And so you want to look to be published mm-hmm. so that people can, am, can find you on Amazon, can Google you, and it's a way for you to, in writing, have your voice documented. Yeah. And because leaders and experts 
are documented That's right. and so and it helps if you're trying to get speaking engagements and things of that nature so those are some of the things that you would work on as far as establishing and growing your platform and you can look at really anybody I would I would bet anyone that's at a level that you um, are aspiring to and I bet that they have honed in on those yeah. things and that's so good um, thank you for that answer because you know, you're making me feel like, okay, maybe I didn't do too bad. Right. I've, done, you know, I've done most of those things. Exactly. But going back to what you said in the beginning about the, um, you know, the photo shoot. and Yes. Because that's one of the things that a lot of the people that I work with, it's really hard for them to do that. I think some people um, become comfortable mm-hmm. with serving because we're all serving. Right. Like, even though right. we, we, this is our our job, you know, right. what we do, we still serve people. Absolutely. But some people become comfortable with serving from the background. Mm-hmm. And like this day and age, that doesn't work very well, especially not if you want to have the reach exactly. that, you know, you feel that God is giving you, right? You can't do that from the background. No. Um, not in the beginning. Not in the beginning. Maybe when you have the luxury of being a bath and body works. So maybe right. when you have the luxury of um, owning NBC or, you know, somewhere yeah, you no. can be Behind the conglomerate. But what we're trying to get to. Yes. But you have to build that up. Exactly. And it's like, you know, those, the bath and body work or, you know, they didn't just show up overnight. Exactly. A lot of work went into that. And, you know, for me, it's like once you get out here and you start doing stuff, people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, where did she come from? They're not there to see all the failures. Yeah. All the tears, all the money lost, all the money that I invested, all the things that failed. But it took me doing all of that to be able to be sitting here across from your beautiful self. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so it's like we have to be willing to do things different. Mm-hmm. So I kind of uh, thank you for giving those steps like that. Um, but the first one that you said, just doing the photo shoot, just getting out yes. there, just getting in front of people. Those are the types of things that I'm working with clients to get over because mm-hmm. many of them get stuck right there. Mm-hmm. And it's the fear of visibility. Yeah. It's, that's what Why it do you is. think that is? Um, it's, it's, some of it is confidence, but really it's the fear of visibility yeah. because once I put myself out there, then I am really doing this, yeah. number one. And then number two, it shines a spotlight on you yeah, because when your, your brand looks amazing, it attracts attention yeah. and that can create fear for people. So it is really the fear of visibility that people are struggling with. Yeah. So, so, and let me just throw in, sometimes yeah. people have the fear of failure, mm-hmm. but the fear of success is real. It's, it's, so, it is. And it's tied it to that. It is. I mm-hmm. think you're absolutely right. The fear of success can actually be stronger. Yep. Because, and I'm going to tell you how I know, right? Because we all speak from our own experiences. Yes. But for me, the fear of success was, like, it was immobilizing sometimes. Because I remember thinking... I can't go to the grocery store mm. looking toward me. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yes. Or, or I can't, um, you know, just simple things. Yeah. Like when I go out, I have to be more conscious because somebody might see me if I'm, you know, if I want to have a glass of wine and yeah. I'm a minister now. You know, just, just things like that. So I really do think that, and this is just real talk, like that fear of the spotlight yeah. because you think your life has to be perfect and if your life isn't perfect somebody's going to find out Yeah, you know and they can actually google you and they can find out and so you see all of these people who get like this whole thing going on now with Michael Vick you know yeah. and you think about I mean if he wasn't so well known nobody would have ever known maybe of what he you know yeah so I, I really do think that that fear of success can be even worse mm-hmm. because 
I was kind of used to failing. I'm like, I can, I, can do that. I can get back up from that. I've been there and done that. But what if I really make it? Yeah. And my life changes. And I don't wear makeup every day. I got to put this on. I got to do this. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So what would you say to someone? How would you speak to that person who's right there? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put that, that website up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take these pictures. I'm going to publish this book. But they're scared. You know, to yeah. yeah, what would you speak? Say, do it scared. Yeah. So there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it afraid. Do it scared. And there's, I mean, honestly, uh, and even as we kind of started talking about in the beginning, fifty-one percent confident. Yeah. Like you just need two more percent over the forty-nine yeah. percent of fear. So there's not, there's no big wave that's gonna come by. There's no, no, no one is down. coming to save you. There's no. <laughs> Escape hatch. There's no, there's no nothing. You you're not gonna be being back to the future or into the future. Like you're going to have to do this and do it afraid. And guess what? Everybody's doing it afraid. That's what we kind of isolate and think that we're the only ones scared. And there's things Oprah, I'm sure, at her level, she she's scared. We she might not ever say it in a in an interview. She might not ever mention it. But they're even at, so every level there's fear. So everybody has fear and you you have to do it. And also the other thing is take you out of it. Because this is really about who you're serving. Exactly. So get you yours. Oftentimes we're so stuck on ourselves when really it is about That's right. who we're serving. I'll give you a prime quick example. Um, my Platform Builder program is um, every year. Well, this year I have those that complete the platform mm-hmm. builder program, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, how can I keep working with you?" Wow, and it's kind of like, <laughs> "Okay, I have the next year's program." Okay, that request came in. Now I have to create something right. to serve. You know, right. the ladies that say, "Hey, I want to keep working." Right. You know, what if I said, "Well, oh, that's going to be too much," and right. I already have this group, and I got, and I got to do what? You know, what if I fell into that? And really taking myself out. These are people saying, I still need your help and your assistance. They need a little bit more. Yes. So get me out of it and, and then focus on my client. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I think, too, for me, like one of the things that um, really made me decide to take the leap. Because, you know, I was at Capital One and, you know, the, yeah. the, um, the lure of mm. corporate America is that I was making a lot of money. Yes. Likewise. Right. And so, as a single mom, I'm like, how can I give this up? Because mm-hmm. it's steady and it's sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like God did it for me. So I talk about that and I'll share that with you, but I'm not going to get into that because they've already heard about it, but uh-huh. he, he forced my hand, right? Uh-huh. I forced his hand, probably uh-huh. what it was, but I had to step out there. And then I had to realize too, like you're saying, do it afraid, also do it broken. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do it broken sometimes. Yeah. Like we look at Oprah and we think that everything's healed and she's great. No, because that brokenness, that brokenness actually helps us serve better. So I think, you know, if I could put one thing out there in the atmosphere from what we're doing, it's like, you know, do it afraid, Mm -hmm. do it broken. You don't have to be perfect. Right. And also don't be afraid of, you know, having to be visible. Yeah. You know, because as you're saying, each level that you go to, People think it gets better. It actually gets worse. <laughs> because the, the problems or the things that you worry about get bigger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you may have the resources to take care of it, yeah. but the problems get bigger, or whatever they say, new levels, new devils, right? Yeah. So, you know, but you you do, you will get more equipped to, right. to handle exactly. it. And you have to be confident that that's going to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, similar to you, you know, I was in a corporate job mm-hmm. for 25 years. Wow. I know I look young. You do. But, uh, <laughs> I started out 12. But, um, that's a lot. But... <laughs> It's been 25 years, but I got wow. to a point of um, I don't want to have any regrets. That that really Absolutely. was my why. When people say, what's your why? It wasn't, you know, these big grand things. What I didn't want was to sit another five years, mm-hmm. another 10 years, and look back and say, what if I had yeah. tried? Absolutely. So I was willing to, willing to take the risk. So that I would not have regrets. I was willing to say, let me step out and do it. If it doesn't work, well, I'll go somewhere and get a job. Right. Um, and I've had no zero regrets. And I and I have far exceeded what I was yeah. making in corporate America. Double yeah. that. So I have no, absolutely no regrets. And that was my why. Was I don't want to look back five years, ten years, and say, what if I had just tried? I've heard somebody say a quote, I would rather flirt with failure than to dance with comfortability. Yeah. And so I love that. Yeah. And I think that's what we do a lot of times. We yeah. dance with being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's a good dance partner. Yeah. It makes you feel good. It swings you around. It dips you. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you everything you think you need. Yeah. But it doesn't fulfill you. You know? And um, what you were saying about the regret, the way that it came to me is um, I thought about what if you know, one day I have to answer for all the people that I'm supposed to serve and I'm not. You know, like, what if I if I have to stand before God and he says, but this person, that, and that's how it came to me, you know, kind of like, you know, wow, like, I have something inside of me that if I just put it out there, because so many people did that for me. You know, I had so many mentors and I read, so I, I was a, a bookworm as a kid. Oh, okay. And I was just reading, reading, reading. And that's why I love writing so much, because I feel like it's, a great way to communicate and a great way to heal and a great way to, you know, just help people. So, you know, what if we miss that opportunity because mm-hmm. we're sitting there and we're comfortable because our bills are paid and we have enough money and we get to just do what we want? Because this is this is not easy. Yeah. You know, like, and people don't get that. They think that we just want to be up here because we, but I'm very much an introvert. Mm, so okay. this is not easy, but this is necessary. Yeah. And the more I do it, the more I begin to walk in purpose, the more I love it because I know that I'm being pleasing to God. Yeah. So thank you for that. I, I definitely agree with that too. You have to come back. Oh, I, I'd love I to. I believe that we're on the last question. <laughs> the worst part. But I know everybody wants to know. What is next for you and your business, and how can my listeners connect with you? Oh, gosh, this has been so amazing. So, Charvette Mitchell, Charvette everywhere on the internet, charvettemitchell.com. Mm-hmm. Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash Charvette, Twitter okay. is Charvette, Instagram is Charvette M. Okay. <laughs> Instagram is Charvette M, but charvettemitchell.com okay. will get you to everything about me, services, okay. programs, radio show events, all yes. of that. Um, and so what's next? I am so excited about 2020. Yes. I'm really excited about the clients that I get mm-hmm. to work with. And, you know, as you grow in your business, 
who your ideal client is evolves and, yes, it, and it changes in a lot of cases. And so I'm really excited about the leaders. I'm, I became very crystal clear in 2019 that I was a, I am a leader that is assigned to other leaders mm-hmm. um, in what I do, web design, personal branding, visual branding. I am assigned to other leaders. Yeah. And so I became very clear on that. And so 2020, I am ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready um, to continue working building my support team. I'm just uh, on board today, um, virtual office manager. And so just getting more support and being able to serve. And so uh, I ain't going nowhere. Y'all gonna see more and more from Shardette Mitchell. Absolutely, (laughs) we're we're happy about that. And I I have to just say this, I'm sure people are gonna be, you know, looking, but you are so beautiful. Thank you. You are so beautiful inside and out. And this has been an honor. Like I said, I really wanted to meet you so, This is our first time meeting, but I feel like I'm talking with someone I've known forever and my sister. So I really, really, really would love for you to come back because I have so many more questions that I want to ask you. Like, I really want to cheat right now. (laughs) You know, just reach in the bag and put another question, but I got to stick to my rules. I made them. But thank you so much for doing this. It has been an honor. You gave so much good stuff to my listeners. I'm appreciative and we can't wait to see you next time on the She's About Business show. It has been my honor. I'd love to come back. Thanks for all those that are listening from all across the world. Wow, yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Bye, guys. Love you guys. Bye. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Diethea Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Gas Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.